Hey friend, Graham Baldwin here with The Speaker Lab. Hey, wouldn't it be nice if someone gave you the exact process to find and book more speaking gigs in 2024? That'd be nice, right? Well, I'll tell you what, we're just gonna do that for you. We've created a new 18-page guide based on Dan Irvin's process that helped him actually book over $100,000 in speaking gigs in the past year. Now, Dan is one of our uh, team members here. He's this, a very successful speaker and also one of our coaches. And so you're gonna learn how to get started prospecting, master discovery calls, proposal emails, and so much more. All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps. Again, that's plural, thespeakerlab.com slash steps. We're going to send you that PDF guide right to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps. That's it. That's all you got to do. Go there. Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. You're awesome. Hey, what's up, friends? Grant Baldwin here. Welcome back to the Speaker Lab podcast. As you may know, this is a bonus episode. We've been doing a series of Facebook Lives, uh, trying to do these on a daily basis. Right now, we're, while we are in the thick of the unknown here with the coronavirus that is affecting uh, speakers everywhere in the speaking industry as a whole. Today, we're going to be talking with my friend Jane Atkinson, uh, getting her feedback on some things that she's been hearing, uh, some tips and strategies that she has as well. So uh, again, we are doing these on a daily basis. We'd encourage you to be a part of these Facebook Lives. Uh, in a way to just better help you guys. We wanted to take the audio from these and just share these uh, through other channels such as this podcast. So we're trying to just include these as kind of some one-off bonus episodes for you. So uh, hopefully they help you to uh, process, think through, and uh, uh, get through this difficult time uh, in the speaking industry. But both Jane and I really feel like, and we talk about this a lot, uh, that you know there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And the speakers that can push through this, that can get through this, that can be resilient through this, uh, there's going to continue to be uh, an, a lot of opportunities and perhaps a, a lot more than normal opportunities into the future. So in fact, at the time that I'm recording this intro right now, uh, I just had a uh, a an event for uh, late April that uh, I just got off the phone with them. They're going to go ahead and reschedule, and so yeah, we're we're we said, hey, we're going to need you in the in the fall. Uh, so it's not that the event's completely canceled. Uh, we're going to use you for something different, and and uh, so it's still a booking for me at the end of the day, which is a which is a win. Uh, so even though it's a it's a pain at the moment. I know that it's not a, a net loss out of it all. So anyway, let's get to this uh, conversation with Jane. Enjoy. I have two brands. One is called Speaker Launcher. That's the company that houses everything. And then the Wealthy Speaker School is my sub-brand. Awesome, awesome, <laughs> awesome. I would encourage you, if you're not familiar with Jane's work, go check out uh, Wealthy Speaker 2.0, as well as the Epic Keynote, both great books Thank from Jane. You. Anything that Jane does is worth checking out. So what we are doing this week, next week, we're talking with uh, uh, speakers, people in the speaking industry to talk through a lot of the current challenges that we are facing and dealing with in these very unique and unprecedented times. So uh, Jane, you've obviously, you, you've been in the speaking industry for a long time. We've been on each other's podcasts, uh, that sort of thing. But um, you're located up in Canada, correct? Yes. And as of this moment, I heard that we just closed the border. Uh, you're we are coming lock, down here. We're, we're locking her down. down. We're locking her down. No unessential travel is happening any longer. Our countries are both either on their way to lockdown or going going on lockdown. So yeah. yeah, that's the situation that we're in right now. 
So uh, first of all, how are you doing? How are you feeling? What's your, what's your sense? What's your take on all of this? Well, I have to tell you that I work very, very hard on mindset in mm -hmm. this time. I'm very, very conscious of how much inflow I'm taking in of the news because I'm a bit of a news junkie anyway. Yeah. And so I'm always looking at the politics and mostly on your side of the border. I don't really care as much what happens on our side until now. Now, of mm -hmm. course, I care. But I'm always watching what the election is going to do and things like that. And so I'm really trying to balance um, negative in with positive in. So I'm also listening to podcasts and trying to watch videos and things that will be positive learning things so that it's not just an influx of, of negative, negative, negative. Right. You are well connected in the speaking industry. Uh, I know that you uh, hang out with a bunch of different speakers and those that are involved in, in bureaus and agents and all different sides. What's, mm -hmm. What are you kind of hearing from them as far as uh, events that are being postponed, canceled, rescheduled? Uh, what's kind of the, the general tone that you're, you're hearing right now? I would say that now, not to be startling, but it's a wipeout and it's probably going to end up being worse than 9 11. Mm -hmm. And so, but on the hopeful side of things, many, many people are talking postponements versus cancellations. Yeah. And if you are a speaker who is doing a lot of direct business and you're taking in those 50 to percent deposits, mm -hmm. you're in much better shape than some of my clients have like 80% bureau business. Yeah. So the bureau has all the money on their behalf and they are in a more difficult cash flow situation as a result of that. There was a, uh, a speaker uh, I heard about the other day who uh, the event uh, that they were supposed to be speaking at got postponed to, uh, I think it was like a week away, but got postponed to 2022. The, it's a bureau gig. The bureau has been paid in full. And so now he was kind of navigating. The bureau has all the money. This this event isn't happening for yeah. a year and a half, two years or so. Yeah. So trying to figure out like, you know, how do you think some of those things through and how do you navigate some of those? Hey, uh, what do you think about maybe us, uh, me getting my, since you have all the money in and I know right. you have all the money in, how about I get my part now? You know, it's been, right. it's a rough time. Bureaus are having a rough time. Speakers are having a rough time. And I think that that's a reasonable thing to ask for yeah. at this moment in time. Now, one piece of good news that I heard earlier today was that all of the meeting rooms are getting booked up for the fall. And so that means that actually what's going to happen at the other end of this is a big bottleneck. Yeah, People are going to be trying to book speakers and book meeting rooms, and they're going to be fighting and competing for it because I think the fourth quarter will be when we see a lot of stuff coming back. Which I think could potentially be a good thing in the sense that uh, I was kind of thinking it through the lens of if you have a typical 12 month period with a bunch of events and now all of a sudden you just have to take out two, three, four of those months that just can't hold events anymore, mm -hmm. but you reschedule a good chunk of those to later in the year. Now all of a sudden you've got 12 months worth of events, but you're trying to cram it into basically eight months or so. Yeah, um, exactly. It creates a lot of opportunity in the marketplace. And, and that's a really good point that you make. I think if we look for the things we can control versus the things we can't. And rather than thinking about it from a scarcity standpoint, try to look for the opportunity, yeah. then I think the mindset is one that is maybe a little bit more positive. 
So again, you've been in the speaking industry for a long time. You've, you've been around through 9-11. You've been around through the recession of 2007, 8, 9, yep. and the effects of, of on the marketplace there. Uh, yep. There have been speakers who have um, who went through both of those and weathered them and turned out fine. And those that didn't make it ultimately decided that the speaking industry uh, wasn't for them. So what do you find is the difference between speakers that have made it through those difficult times and those that, that have not? Well, we have a hashtag over here called Focused Hustle, and you're a focused hustler. I'm a focused hustler. This is just what we do in yeah. our lives. And what that means is that we are going to pick ourselves up and clean ourselves off, and we are going to go back to the basics, which right. is building relationships. And so I think the stance that we all need to be coming from right now is, hey, are you okay, client? I'm here. I'm ready to serve. How may I serve you in this time of need? And if you take it off of your need and think about their need, I think that will serve you uh, quite nicely. But you know what? That's what happens is we just dust ourselves off and we keep on going. Keep yeah. on keeping it on. <laughs> yeah. the, that's one of the nice things about the speaking industry is it's an industry that has been around for decades and generations. It will continue to be around. I'm sure this is a good yeah. opportunity for people to kind of evolve and, and innovate and pivot and think through some of the, the different changes that need to take place, which are a good thing. It's easy to just kind of fall into the, the routine of this is the way it's been. This is the way it's always going to be. The, yeah. the speaking industry is always perfect. And I'm like, yeah, it, it, it's great most of the time, but this is a time where it can be a little unsettling for sure. It's actually kind of already a feast or famine business, right? Sure. I mean, you're, you're have some months that are crazy and then you have some months like August that there's not a lot happening. And so I'm hoping that people are kind of conditioned for that. Um, and going forward, one of the things that my really um, smart econ ec economist friend told me was that he thinks the outcome of this will be smaller meetings and more of them. And so if that's the case, then that would be great for us. And also, of course, we have to look at the opportunity for doing remote speaking, right. you know, how can we deliver virtually now versus face to face? And that's something else you could be doing in the meantime, while you're right. waiting for your postponed date to happen, you could be saying, Hey, I know you want this content. Why don't we do a, why don't we do a remote uh, event right now? And right. Uh, Lois Kramer says not to call it webinar because webinar in people's mind is free. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're diminishing the value. So call it a virtual event or a remote event, I think is a better thing. And I agree with her on that. That's a good, that's a good tip. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I've heard the saying that, you know, the, the, the events that are struggling right now are those are the big conferences, you know, those that have several thousand people, the logistics of trying to reschedule a 5,000 person event and the venue and the, yeah. the, the lodging and the, the, the um, equipment and all that just goes into that. It's just a, a complete nightmare right now. Yeah. Versus if you're doing like a, you know, an in-house in uh, corporate training that's for 20 people or something, it, you know, it's a pain in the butt, but it's much simpler to uh, kind of reconfigure that and reorganize that. So I would I've heard kind of similar things of let's figure out how we go smaller rather than these huge grand events that mm -hmm. it's just it's really really tough to to make work right now yeah I think what a lot of speakers are going to be looking at is their business model this yeah. is the time to take the opportunity of time that you've been given to really look at what is my business model and how much of it is just me trading my time for money? Is there yeah. anything I can be doing that is more one-to-many than one-to-one -one trading time for money? Even when you add coaching to the mix, you're still kind of one calendar. You know, you can only do so much coaching with so many 
dates on the calendar. And I think if you're thinking about how what your one-to-many model might be virtually, mm-hmm. like a membership platform, an online course, you and I both have those. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's going to, uh, if you can think about how to lock that down now, I think it'll serve you quite nicely in the future. Yeah, very much so. Now, I know one of the things that while we're in the thick of this right now and speakers are uh, trying to think through like, okay, this is obviously affecting me and I'm trying to think through what to do about it. I know you've put together a couple different tips and strategies. Uh, what do you what do you got for us that, that speakers should be thinking through? Okay, so one of my uh, new hashtags is hashtag productive quarantine. Okay. So if you have to be at home for the next two weeks or three weeks or who knows how long, are you going to be intentional with your time. Uh, I've been saying that I think there's going to be a lot of books being birthed and a lot of babies being birthed nine months from now. (laughs) So there'll be a book and baby boom nine months from now. And uh, it'll be funny to watch. Um, But I I think that um, really saying, okay, well, what am I keeping your 30-day goals and really being very deliberate with your time. I think it would be so easy to get lured in front of the television and to sit there planted and rooted in fear for the next 21 days. And I don't think that's gonna serve anybody. So hashtag productive quarantine is one. Along that same idea would be to keep your eye on the prize, which is your five-year vision of what the perfect life might look like. I was telling a group earlier that, I got this really great, you know, you probably know Chris West quite well, who is a video um, producer and an amazing guy, but he just came into my live event uh, recently and told the story about how he got his dream house very synchronistically and how he was going to create this uh, retreat center for kids. Cool. And that, that inspired me. I thought, you know what? Yes, bring them to you. And I thought, okay, my goal, my five-year goal, I don't know how long it'll take, it might take 10, um, is a retreat center down in Florida so that I can get out of the cold winter and go down there and bring, you know, 10, 15, 20 people to me at a time. So I think keeping your eye on the prize of that five-year vision of where you really want to be is a very good thing to focus your brain on right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ultimately at some point, at some point this will pass right now. I know yes. like while we're in the thick of this, that we don't really know where the bottom is. I know plenty of people have said that the worst is yet to come and that may very well be the case. But again, at some point yeah. events will be coming back. Events will be looking for speakers. Yeah. And I don't know if this is like crazy to even say a date, but I'm hoping that we'll start getting calls again in May. Not we, you and me, um, but the people who are out speaking, I hope that we're going to start seeing people going, okay, we're rescheduling for the fall now. Let's get things on the board. And like I said, there's going to be a big bottleneck happening this fall, but it hopefully will be very helpful in bringing the economy back quickly. Yeah, very much so. Now, I've also heard from other speakers that uh, even though some current events have been postponed or canceled or rescheduled, that there are still some new bookings that are happening, uh, whether mm-hmm. that be in-person stuff for the fall or winter or things that are happening virtually. Because one of the unique things right now is that uh, whatever a uh, an organization or group or a conference hired you as a speaker to come in and deliver and to solve a problem, that yes. problem still exists. Still so a problem. Not going away. So what still are some a alternative problem. ways that you know you might be able to, to, to think that think that through and solve that, uh, provide that type of solution? So right. I'm curious, what, what have you heard from speakers? Are speakers still getting booked right now for future well, things? 
there's still things happening. So one of my clients came to me and said, okay, I'm getting asked by my biggest client, how can we provide them with video that we can show to everybody in the meantime? So video is definitely an opportunity. Um, virtual, uh, anything virtual, of course. And yeah. if you can record it and have them using it over and over again, then the price goes up. Um, uh, there's, and I think that uh, if you could even think about doing things like small group coaching or even one-on-one -on -one work where you're consulting with them on your topic, there, there's really quite a number of opportunities. Maybe you could pop up a Facebook page. Um, one of my former clients, her name is Libby Gill, and she speaks on hope. Well, yeah. she said she was going to start doing... Um, she was going to start doing uh, Facebooks every two weeks. No, weekly live group coaching sessions on Facebook. And she could create her own hope community. Yeah. I mean, I really think there's a lot of opportunities of how we can bring people together to kind of move through this together. Because the people at the other end, the people in the business, we know that they're going to be hurting as well. So yeah. especially if you speak on resilience or leadership or crisis or anything that's going to help them get through this, this is a great opportunity for you to be going to them with content. Very much so. Uh, before we wrap up here, again, if anyone has any questions, I know we still got uh, several people who are joining us live. So if you have any questions, feel free to drop those in the uh, the comments in the, the chat below. But um, uh, to wrap up, any other final tips or strategies that, that you would uh, encourage speakers to think about? Well, I would check in with all of your clients and really be proactive. Let's say you're like, oh no, that I know that, uh, let's see, June date is on the hook right now. Right. I would say, let's be reaching out and be very proactive with all your clients and asking them, hey, how are you doing? How's it going? Is this thing still a go? What's the word right now? And just start that line of communication for them. And if they know that you're there to help you know, serve them in their time of need. I think that will probably um, do quite well for you. And for anybody who's got something that's postponed and bumped out into the future, offer them some sort of remote learning opportunity that you can be doing with them right now. Yeah, this is a great example of the thing that you do right now in terms of how you interact with clients that are already booked or postponed or scheduled or still mm -hmm. Yeah, I know personally, I've got a couple of gigs that I have booked in April. Uh, and when I talked to them a couple of days ago, uh, they were all systems go. This was the last Friday. Yeah, things are changing daily. And last Friday, I was kind of like, yeah, there's a decent chance it'll happen. And fast forward to now, like, there's no chance this is happening. No chance, not um, happening. Yeah. I know that the more flexible, the more kind, the more patient I can be. One thing that I know you and I both remind speakers all the time is for any event of any size that as speakers, yeah, we like to think of ourselves as a big deal, but we are mm -hmm. one of hundreds if not thousands of moving pieces yeah. that event organizers and event planners are trying to think through and process. So I know one of the best things I can do for these two events that I've, I'm, I've got on my radar is to leave them alone, like to not yes. be a pain, you know, to check in, hey, do you need anything? I'm flexible, yada, 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 that sort of thing. Yeah. But same with like an event. When I'm on site, I don't want to be a pain in the butt. I don't want to yeah. be, you know, constantly needing stuff. I want to just let leave them alone. And I know yeah. the easier I can be to work with offstage, the more likely they're going to want to be to hire me in the future. Yeah, you're just a teeny little cog in their big giant meeting wheel. And if you can be the least of their worries, 
then I think that will leave you in really good stead. And that's, you know, reminds us that it's not business as usual when it comes to marketing. If you're reaching out with all the normal stuff that you would have done, you know, marketing wise uh, two months ago, you may be, you may be perceived as a little tone deaf. So really be thinking about how you adjust your messages right now. Beautiful. All right, Jane, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Again, I'd encourage people to check out the Wealthy Speaker 2.0. Also check out uh, we got here the Epic Keynote. Make sure you check out those. Check out Jane's. Congrats podcast. on your new book. Hey, oh, that's thank awesome. You. Congratulations. Fun stuff. Jane and I both, we, we love speakers. We love being in this industry. And uh, so anything that we can do to serve and support you, uh, we're happy to do. So uh, Jane, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, there you go, my friends. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jane Atkinson. Again, we're going to be doing these daily Facebook Lives. I would encourage you to uh, uh, definitely go to thespeakerlab.com slash Facebook. That'll take you to our Facebook page. Uh, and then we are, that's where we're going to be doing these Facebook Lives each day. So make sure you join us there. All right, my friends, we'll, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Hang in there. Keep grinding. The world needs your message. You're awesome. <laughs>